Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachet Psachim Dafchaf Dalit Amud Bet. Very deep in the Sugiah of Isurehana. Amar Rabbi Avahu Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Kol Isurin Shabbat Torah in Lokin Aleyan Ela Derach Achilatan. You only get Makot for eating those that which is prohibited if you eat it in the normal way. The Mutei Mai. What's he excluding? Amar Shem Barashi the Mutei Shi Machal Chelav Chai. Let's say you ate raw fats. Shepator. There's another version. In the normal way of that If you took some fat from a shoraniskal, which is a sorbana, and you put it on your wound, shupatur, you're exempt because that's not a violation of anah in the normal fashion. That would subsume the earlier approach, which would say if you ate raw chelav. That supports the second one. You can only be loke in the normal way of Hana'a. We have the same, we have a brighta. The only actual makot you get for violating eating orla is for that which comes out of olives and grapes, meaning wine and uh, and um, and uh, and uh, and oil. Those are the only two products of the fruit. But not from berries or from figs or from pomegranates. Isn't that because you're not eating it in the normal way? Because people don't normally drink that stuff. If you told me that the fruit itself like you took something that's never eaten raw and you ate it raw, or something that's always eaten raw and you cooked it, then Shapir, then I understand that lesson. But why do they pick Zaytim and Anavim? Because other fruit juices aren't called liquids. They're called, they're called Meperot. Which is why they're not Machshir, and, and, and why the only two things that come out of the Perot that have any Dina Mashka are Zaytim and Anavim, are oil and wine. So that doesn't prove it. Abaye says, in spite of Rabbi Yochanan's statement, either version, you do not, you do get makot for kilayim, even if it's in an unusual way. My time, and we should look to because the Torah doesn't say you may not eat it. It just says it's kodesh. This is a little bit long. Ismin Yuda says, how do I know that I'm not allowed to eat pasar v'chalav? ki am kadosh ata. And which is about eating a trefa, because the Torah just talks about cooking basar b'chalav. So malan asur, just like a shekod, it's about trefa that you may not eat. Afkan asur here, you're also not allowed to eat it. All I know is I can't eat it. How do I know I can't get hanaf from basar b'chalav? Which, of course, we are familiar with Rabbi Shmuel's famous drush of the three times: isur achila, isur bishul, and isur hanaf. He has a different one. Amart kavachomer. Uma orla shalonev da bavera. Orla, there was no avera involved in making orla. You plant the trees. Just waited three years. So in the first three years, asur banai still can't get benefit. Basavachalav shnev do bavera. So basavachalav, where there's an avera involved in making it by cooking it together. Dinshe asur banaa certainly is asur banaa. So the answer is malo orla shekin loitala shatakosha. That's not fair because orla, on the other hand, um, is more is more cow in a way, or it's more it's uh, it's more likely problematic. It was never mutar. 
The milk and the meat were mutar before you mixed them. They had a history of being mutar. So Chametz of Pesach Yochiach. That's the disproving because Shalosh Shadda Kosher was mutar up until Pesach. So you see that the notion that something used to be mutar doesn't give it a leg up as far as Yisur Hanaat. So Malchametz Pesach Shekenunus Karet. Chametz has its own chumretz Karet. Tomas Saba Chalav and all the rest of these are lavim. Shekenunus Karet. So Kilei Akerem Yochichu. What's the challenge to that? Kilei Akerem Shekenunus Karet and nonetheless Asur Bahanaat. So therefore, Basar B'chalav is also a Surbana. But if you're right, <coughs> that Kila Karim, you get Makot for, even if you do use it in an unusual way, you should have mentioned, oh, Kila Karim, you don't get Makot unless you have the normal kind of Hana'ah. Well, Abayi says, how would you answer that? Tamar b'masam b'chalav sh'en l'kin alav elad derchanato. So you're going to say, oh, b'asar b'chalav, you only get makot for derchanato. Atu b'asar b'chalav achilak tivabay. It doesn't say achilah in b'asar b'chalav either. Not in kilayim and not in b'asar b'chalav. V'yidach t'kamotiv l'asavar. And so the answer, the one who challenged it thought, l'achik k'gamar nevelav. That's why we learned it from nevelav. On Sheikh Kodesh, ma'nevelav derchanatav, b'asav b'chalav derchanatav. Just like in nevelav, you're only in violation if you did it in the normal way. Same thing with b'asav b'chalav. Rabbi says, l'achik l'okata v'achila v'gufo. That's why it doesn't say achila about b'asav b'chalav itself. L'marshal kinolav fidosh l'okinerachanatav. He'll say that even b'asav b'chalav, if you got hanar from it in some weird way, you still get makot. Now back to the challenges back and forth. Why don't we say Kilea Kerem was never Mutar? Like, like, uh, unlike, uh, like, uh, how call it Orla? The answer is Kilea Kerem, the roots are what becomes Asur, but before it took root, it was Mutar. So it did have Shata Kosher, unlike Orla. If you walk through a karam with a potted plant that has a hole in the bottom, if while you're there it grew by one two hundredth, which is the, the shear of Isur of Kilaim and the Orla, Asur, Hosif in Hosiflo, only if it added. Which is it? Is it the zera or is it the fruit? If it was already planted, the minute it takes root, then it's asur. If it's already planted, now I'm coming through and I've got the offending substance coming in, then only if it added a 200th, then does it become asur, but, uh, but not, uh, but not otherwise. Continuing on, Amri uh, so all this is taught Rabbi Yochanan. You're allowed to get refuah. Uh, the only thing you're not allowed to use for medicinal purposes, let's talk about somebody who's in danger, is wood of an asherah tree, like using it to make a fire. If you're really in danger, you should be able to use. If you're not really in danger, you shouldn't be able to use anything. The answer is, you are in danger. You still can't use atzei asherah. The tanya of Elazar Omer im neamar b'chol nafshecha l'manu b'chol meyodecha. L'manu b'chol nafshecha. The famous drasha of Elazar, why the Torah says you have to love Hashem with all your life and with all your property. If a person 
loves uh, life more than his property. Therefore, it says you got to love God with all your life. If you have Nebuch, somebody who values his property more than his life, therefore it says all your property, meaning you have to give your best to Hashem. So therefore, you cannot even use Avodazar even to heal yourself if you're in danger. We have a different version of Rabbi Yochanan. The famous three. Avodazar Hadamran. We already said why Avodazar. That the Torah compares rape to murder. How did the Torah compare a murderer to this girl who's being raped? It actually comes, ideally, to inform and gets informed. If a girl is being chased and you could stop the guy, but you only stop the guy by killing him, you could kill him. That's how we know that if somebody is chasing someone to murder them, and the only way you could stop them is by killing them, you could kill them. Then what we call a rodeif. And now it becomes a conduit for inferences in both directions. Just like a somebody who who is going to commit murder should die rather than commit that murder. I mean, if somebody says, either you kill him or I'll kill you, allow yourself to be killed. Same thing with Gilarayot, you should die rather than Gilarayot. So therefore, the Violet Gilarayot and the Sugi, of course, the full Sugi and Sanhedrin, I Dalad, um, and therefore, if it means giving up your life because you can't use this cure, because the cure is one of these three things, then so be it. But how do you know that you're not allowed to save your life by killing someone else? Not in self-defense, of course. Svaru, the answer is Svara. Anybody who's interested, take a look at uh, Berkowitz's monumental, Not in Heaven, where he develops this idea very beautifully. The famous case of the fellow came to Rav, Amarle, Mari Duroy, Amarle, Zilkatle, the Planya, the local uh, thug or local governor or something, told me that I got to go kill Plony. I'm going to kill you. Let him kill you and don't kill. Who says that your blood is redder? Maybe his blood is redder. So that's the that's the reason behind it, and that's of course a microcosm of the famous sugya of Yarg Valyavor. So Ravashi found Ravina rubbing some orla fruit on his daughter to lower her fever. Amarla, Amarle, Amor Damar Rabbanon Mishat Sakana. The Rabbanon only said you could use Isurei Hana when she's in danger. He thought the daughter wasn't in terrible mortal danger. This fever is terrible and it's like Shat Sakana. He said, I'm not doing it in the Derech and therefore following Rabbi Yochanan's statement, you're allowed to do it Shalok Derech Hana'atan. We'll pause this point. I'll pick it up with further explanations, explorations into the issue of Hana'an in the next podcast. In the meantime, you should have a wonderful day.